0: Hello and welcome to episode number eight. Trisha, what the paga? Uh,
1: you don't episode. have to say episode <laughs>
0: in Chinese. Oh no. <laughs> oh. Oh well. Anyways, I'm the reluctant vegan son. I'm I'm here with my mom again, Nikki Naritan, lovely person who
1: is not reluctantly vegan at all. Yep, she is not <laughs> reluctantly vegan. At all, but <laughs> much to my reluctant vegan son's dismay.
0: Yeah, I guess.
1: But <laughs> we're back. This is episode eight now, uh-huh. which uh, Adam said in Chinese before. Didn't know how to say episode, but definitely. yeah,
0: we should look that one up at some point.
1: Absolutely.
0: I don't know. I know how to say a lot of other things. I Had my whole intro planned in Chinese, and then I was like, you won't understand it anyway. So right. He could really say what he wants. I could. I could, like, curse everybody out. But I right. don't know curse words because I'm actually trying to learn Chinese. So.
1: Well, you do actually know some curse words if you just change the tone of some of the words. It's like the word true. ma, you know, has four tones to it. So, you know, one word, ma, third tone means horse. Then ma means curse. And then there's mama, which is your mother. So you could be cursing your mother as a horse. Yeah. <laughs> so it's important to get your tones right. See,
0: there's less text message confusing in Chinese because then you just have all the characters. You
1: don't even have to worry about. Oh, so you know what the tones are. That's so true. that's so interesting.
0: But then, yeah, because they have like a word for question Mm. in Chinese. True. And so then you don't really need an inclination of your voice. But then I guess sarcasm still could be a thing. And
1: definitely loudness and softness. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, this is episode
0: eight. This is the first episode where I guess I don't have a plan. Oh, we didn't have, I a, don't plan don't really have a plan last time. That's okay. This is episode eight, and we're just gonna
1: talk. So what's new and good. Show me shirt. <laughs> your- Jing <laughs> Hao.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, shibusha hao
1: That You know, it turns out that we both speak Chinese. So, I don't know if you guys know that, but I lived in Taiwan for two years, mm-hmm. and Adam was forced to be in a bilingual Mandarin English school. I hated it. Until we pulled him out and homeschooled him. But his Mandarin was so good. Yeah, it's okay yeah anyway uh what's new and good uh, new and good is that we are in connecticut and uh-huh. our wonderful friends lent us their cottage and Ooh. it's on a place called Leeds island and it's really beautiful like i don't remember it being this beautiful but um, but there's something about the water surrounding and how pretty it looks and all the small islands around and mm. I'm just and I'm having like a really great time just being with you guys You know just hanging out and yeah. us not doing very much and enjoying each other's company and eating a lot of good food
0: Okay, I think we just relaxed more as people. Mm. I think that's what it is mm. I mean, it's been beautiful out not today today has been shitty <laughs> to raining outside drizzling i want to go for a run can't do that mm. i mean i can it's just be very brave to go in the rain maybe that's just yeah yeah that's what i have to do mm. just go for it yeah in the rain nah fuck that <laughs> <laughs> not go for it in the rain oh my god but yeah no mm-hmm. it's been great uh any highlights so far
1: uh, i don't know did you do your new and good
0: I mean, news. okay, yeah, my new and good. What's my new and good? Hmm. Well, the one thing being here, and I don't really have anything to plan my day around, mm. which is good and bad, because I don't like doing anything. But mm. <laughs> I mean, I, I like doing things, but it's harder to plan it around like a non-existent schedule and do it on your own. Whereas if you have something like a bulk chunk of your day taken up by either school or work or something, then you're able to really make a schedule and plan your day around, and then you take advantage more of the time that you have.
1: Because right. now, I just have kind of too much time. Right, you're more productive when you have more things to do. Exactly. Like, like we were saying, when you got a job at school, you actually did better yeah. scholastically like grade wise than you did before you had a job and you're working a lot you're you were working like 20 hours a week weren't you well
0: i put on my uh yeah like 15 20 yeah hopefully enough to make unemployment benefits i filed today but,
1: oh you did yeah yeah you
0: i did that woo, woo maybe i should make a patreon on here though oh like yes. viewers all my friends you know yes give me a dollar Please Venmo. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Anything
1: will be appreciated, yep. so we can make really good content.
0: Yeah, that that's what this is for. <laughs> oh. Well, we gotta yeah, uh-huh. I gotta figure out how to make better content. I like our content.
1: I think our content's great. I want more though.
0: Oh well, there'll always be more. I hope the library's open when we get back. Mm, that'd be cool.
1: Mm,
0: but yeah, there always will be more, more to talk about and more shit to do. True. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What's your been your highlights so far from being out here? Oh wait, my new and good. Anyway, so I haven't had much time. I've had a lot of time to plan, and not really do anything. But I've been trying to play the guitar a lot more, mm. and so that's been new and good. And I still suck,
1: but no, you're sounding we're getting much better. better. Oh my god, that doesn't mean I'm good. No, no, no. I mean, it, it's sounding so much better. Yeah,
0: but. It's not good. I'm trying to get up to the like <laughs> campfire guitar level so I can just play and you know we, when we have a campfire or something and it'll be fun and people can sing yeah, true. that would be a lot of fun. That's my goal to get to that level just play mm-hmm. some songs and keep getting better. Uh-huh. And right now I'm not quite there yet. My uh, chord changes need to get better and my strumming, but we
1: are on our way. Yes, that is for sure. It's definitely better than it was a few months ago. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. That is for sure. Mm -hmm. So yeah, but what's been your highlights so far out here? Oh my God, my highlight. There have been so many, but it's just really pretty. And I'm really appreciating the beauty around me. And I think, you know, we live in, in Manhattan in the city. And so I don't see this much nature, but I do realize that I need more nature, especially from the beginning of this quarantine and that I'm looking to figure out how to have more nature in my life but just um you know looking at the birds and the trees and going for walks and jumping in the water it was just really great that was one of my highlights and then uh other highlights was just hanging out being together
0: i know loud water bottle oh you need water i need water oh (laughs) i thought the water bottle was just loud open
1: it's a loud water bottle yeah yeah there's people so (laughs) all that saying are we just going Mm. i mean do you want to say highlights for you oh highlights for me
0: yeah i mean it's been really great to cook and uh we had a great barbecue the other day Mm. uh, which somehow got 600 views on instagram so thank you everybody wow 600 views Reached 600 people i don't know if that's how it works oh my
1: god yeah you should have seen this barbecue though it was really good it was really tasty Oh, tell them what we that had. They're really
0: tasty. So we had these mushrooms. That was my favorite one. The mm-hmm. mushrooms are the best. what you saute them in? Or are you like... I marinated them. Mari- excuse me. If <laughs> You're right. You didn't, didn't saute, saute. If I saute... Yeah, I sauteed, grilled, <laughs> baked, and... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you so,
1: did everything to those mushrooms.
0: So we marinated them in a balsamic glaze or a balsamic...
1: Yeah, not
0: glaze. Balsamic marinade with balsamic vinegar, sugar, soy sauce what else was in there oil salt and some pepper and it was really easy and the mushrooms tasted very good
1: yeah mushrooms can be really meaty and mm-hmm. there's so
0: many different kinds of them very tasty
1: yeah really and really good
0: it's really easy on the grill it actually started raining when we were grilling mm. which really sucked but that was okay we, we lasted through we
1: persevered we persevered we made it through made it through you the know that rain. song Mm-hmm. I made it through the rain. You don't know it. It's an old song because I'm kind of old. I'm 55. Uh, yeah. Anyway. i mean, not really old, but that's like a Barry Manilow song. I mean, he was like the ultimate. Yeah, he's an old motherfucker. He's an <laughs> like, old person. Yeah. I've heard of Barry
0: Manilow. He's you just have? Like, yeah, he's like an old jazz or something singer. No, no, not like jazz. a standard. It's like a Frank Sinatra. Yes, yes. What genre is Frank Sinatra?
1: He's like, like old standards. I don't know. Like Poppy? Not really. That, I mean... Crooner. He's a crooner. I guess crooner. That yeah. makes sense. I don't Barry know. Manilow definitely is that. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit later than Frank Sinatra though. Really? Like in the 70s. Yeah. He was in the 70s? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I always thought from 60s the Sixties the seventies. No, he's definitely not from the like 20s. Like Frank
0: Sinatra feels like he's from the 1800s. Yeah,
1: No, 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 no. Which no. is not
0: true, of course. Yeah. It shows you how not. much I know about history.
1: Right. <laughs> you know but Frank Sinatra
0: is a singer from somewhere between the 1970s <laughs> and the 1800s right
1: <laughs> <laughs> well he was definitely before the 1970s and definitely later than the 1800s exactly right you're that somewhere was, there um, history <laughs> yeah that's true But mm. uh, yeah music just keeps evolving it's interesting too because no music you think- stopped stopped in 1970 and 1980 for me <laughs> it, it just stopped, stopped. as <laughs> yes. Why? I think, you know, the second like rock and roll wasn't rock and roll anymore, like with the classic rock stuff, I was done. You know, Mm. I'm like a classic rock girl, you know, Led Zeppelin, Beatles, all of it. Yeah. But don't you think that
0: music keeps evolving? I mean, when you were listening to rock and roll, your parents didn't like it.
1: My parents didn't mind it, but they were still listening to doo-wop. So they were listening to 50s and 60s music.
0: So music doesn't evolve, but then your music evolves and music keeps changing.
1: Well, I think different. it evolved and then it got done. You think it got done? <laughs> yes.
0: Maybe you just don't appreciate the finer points of current music. Oh, tell me the finer points of current music, please. I, I listen to
1: rap music. It's good. Kind of <laughs> I love rap music. That's, that is that is finer. That is getting finer. It's, it's That's like, true.
0: I mean, it's different. It's all about having a... It's similar, if you think about classic rock, it's different. Mm-hmm. But it's about having a beat that people can vibe with. Mm-hmm. And then you have words and instead of having all the guitars and stuff like that people now just spit over it mm. and so that's what happens.
1: Okay. And so it, it's is that what it's called? It's called spitting. Yeah, you spit bars. Oh interesting. Yeah I remember because I wrote wrote a song, you know, that I put out and there was a rap over it. And I remember like, you know, kind of rapping to myself all over the place. And then I understood that people who were like talking to themselves and rapping what that was like. Like I was just rapping and rhyming and putting words together all day long as I walked.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And when you have it in your mindset, you just keep going. I mean, I don't
0: have that musical mindset, but Mm -hmm. I preached. And there are some people who come up with amazing things. And everybody's wired differently. Like some people, they really wait and take their time and, you know, flesh it out. And then some people can just go, bam, off the top of their head and... Spit it out quickly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Spitting cool. bars. Spitting well, bars. <laughs> how it goes. That's what it's called.
1: I learned something. Yeah remember what were you there for the in berlin when we did that tour that graffiti tour no oh you weren't there so it was with lily oh you definitely weren't there you weren't in berlin with me but um but we went on a graffiti tour and so it turns out then when you like you know put something on a wall it's called a tag and then if you put something bigger it's called a throw up and i was like i really felt like i was you know i was like in the 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 public scene I, i was getting you know Culture, like like pop culture, and I understood it, so I feel like spitting bars is kind of like that. (laughs) What? No, (laughs) do you not agree? No
0: sense. Really? I mean, I mean, it's cool to see, but that's not like in the culture.
1: Well, no, but I think that's like popular graffiti culture. To know, you know, what a throw up is or what a tag is, and so on. Throw
0: up is what happens when you drink too much.
1: I think that's that's a possibility too,
0: but and then you put it
1: on a wall in graffiti culture. And no, you wouldn't throw be growing up. up on a wall. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> anyway, it's not. No. You were not there for that walking no, yeah, tour. No. that's really cool. Yeah, it was um, pretty cool.
0: Were they older, uh, graffiti's like from Berlin Wall area era?
1: I mean, area. there was definitely some of it,
0: you know, but there were also like newer stuff too. Because mm-hmm. when I was in Berlin, I went to the uh, the East Side Gallery. Is it mm. or the West Side Gallery? You know what I'm talking about with the I know what you with mean. the where the walls painted. Right. And they right, have that right. famous picture of like Gorbachev and the other guy. I forgot his name. Kissing.
1: Oh, who you was Gorbachev kissing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll look that up you should definitely look that up at some point yeah. okay here we go, we go. East we're side using the gallery. computer east side gallery and oh, right Berlin
0: <laughs> east side gallery immoyal Berlin yeah it's really cool I tried drawing some of them when I was there Uh Eastside gallery where's the one east side gallery no we need the Gorbachev kissing
1: Gorbachev <laughs> kissing I wanna see that.
0: Is it Gorbachev? I don't know. East side gallery. No. Ah. Gallery Oh I suck at this. Uh paintings? Maybe. Um, uh, where is it? I don't see it. No, it's here. Oh not that one. East side gallery. Well, I guess people can't see it anyways. But Kissing mural. Kissing there Girl. Real.
1: That's um, it. Uh
0: it's a kiss painted in nineteen ninety. It's between
1: Who's who's kissing? Oh my god, they're really kissing. Yeah, they're
0: really kissing. I don't remember seeing that. Yeah. It was um Who's uh, it kissing? The painting is oh I can't see. Who's oh, kissing no. kissing? It was supposed to signify two two leaders. Uh oh it's um uh Soviet premier Leonid Brezhnev, so not Gorbachev, and East German leader Eric Honecker.
1: Oh, I never would have guessed that. Yeah, I thought you it was said Gorbachev because <laughs> I, I remember that Gorbachev. Okay, so told there are these down like down the very wall. old-looking white men like mm-hmm. sticking their tongue down each other's throat. I exactly. mean, that's like a that's like a freaking kiss. Mm-hmm. I don't remember seeing that. You don't. Know, so you don't remember seeing that. One? No, it's called the fraternal kiss. That is not fraternal. No, if it's was, my God helping me to survive. This that way.
0: Deadly love. Oh, yeah. Wow. Or fatal attraction. Eesh. I mean, that's because. Wait, so East Berlin was Soviet- contr- East Germany was Soviet-controlled? Or- yeah, it was so yeah. weird
1: because that was the one closest to the not-Soviet-controlled part, but somehow Berlin was so separated. You Berlin know? got
0: split down the middle.
1: Right, but... Yeah. yeah, It's
0: crazy. The German history is insane. Yeah, yeah. With all that happened and the wars and the terribleness and the mm. goodness. Like, now it's a great country, and... They do a lot of th- good things in Germany.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of really great activism going on and, mm-hmm. you know, reasonable, like, social programming there. Um, I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about German jails and that, first of all, they their jails are not particularly populated, but the parole officers actually consider themselves, like, social workers. Okay. And, um, and so they are really looking to help people you know, kind of reform and get their lives back together. And Mm -hmm. so if somebody actually comes back, the recidivism rate is really low. If somebody comes back, they consider it a failing of the system and the parole officers as opposed to the failing of the person. But also, like, they're able to close their doors, they're able to lock their doors, they've got coffee makers in their cells, like they really try to treat them very humanly. Hmm. And I thought that was really great. Makes sense. Yeah, the the likelihood of people coming back when treated with respect and as humans is definitely lower than when you treat people like crap and you're worried about getting beaten up all the time. Well, that's because that system
0: sounds like it's for the people instead of for profit. Right. Right. It's very different. And then when it's for profit, you get all these drug laws and stuff. It's crazy.
1: Oh my god! That's so how little
0: it takes for people to be locked up for an obscene amount of time and the disparities crazy yeah yeah uh, let's say i was looking and i saw the netherlands i mean a lot of problems in this country comes from drugs not a lot of them honestly it's not that big a problem but it's pictured as a big problem in this country
1: uh-huh. it is
0: shown to you as a big problem Well, yeah the war on drugs and stuff
1: right It's right, right, never right. that
0: big a problem they just ended
1: up throwing it in the media and making it seem like a bigger problem Right. So drugs were kind of introduced to certain areas as ways to either buffer a hard life or, you know, for some people to make money or whatever yeah. it was. And then called it a war on drugs, mm-hmm. changed all of the policies related to it, and then started arresting people, stopping and frisking, mm-hmm. seizure of property. I and mean, they call it a
0: failed person instead of a failed system, right. and they view them in the lights of criminals instead of human beings. And then they throw them into for-profit prisons. Whereas, right, 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 right. And, and other, that
1: idea about, like, the mm-hmm. crack mother and the crack babies. I mean, it just did such a number on the community. It was awful. Yeah.
0: What's I was reading uh, the Netherlands actually gives, is doing something very different. So what, what are there they are, they doing? are some heroin addicts. Oh,
1: right. You right? I was you. telling
0: you this. And they give free heroin to heroin addicts. I mean, interesting. While you might think, wow, that's crazy. Right. It's not because uh-huh. this is mostly going to people who are trying to recover because the hardest thing with people trying to recover is going through withdrawal.
1: Right. right, right And right, right, so right. if
0: you give, um, uh, clean heroin, which you might be like, wow, the government's giving them clean heroin. It helps a lot because a, then they don't have to go to these underground heroin dealers, mm-hmm. uh, who God knows who they're connected to or where they've been or what type of drugs they have. So it's a lot more dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's cleaner. They also have this in the same area uh, counselors and support. Oh, for people, and they give it to the her- They give minimal amounts of heroin to help with the withdrawal as they get weaned off of it. So oh, it becomes a
1: safer thing to do, and uh, they gain help. So they're weaning them off. So they're giving them the so. heroin in like a like drug related program, so that yeah. they can wean off of heroin. I'm pretty sure that's interesting because you know I've been prescribing. Uh, which is suboxone, which is supposed to help people who are... You know, going through withdrawal and then helping them through withdrawal. But the idea was never to get them off, and that was mm-hmm. true of all the methadone programs too. Yeah, is that you were keeping people, and th- that was a billion dollar industry. You know, on methadone for life, and they had to do a lot with these methadone maintenance programs. They had to come back every week. They almost had to come back every day for some of them, unless you were really good about taking your heroin and and not failing your drug test, and then you would have to come back once a week. But they they almost have you like a prisoner. You know. On on this prescribed medication that's supposed to help you with drug addiction but the people never looked really good it never looked like their life was going well
0: yeah so the Netherlands has been doing this since the 90s it seems like. oh wow! Well, so and go ahead heroin's an opioid Right. right, correct. Okay. And right now there's a whole opioid epidemic in the US. Right, 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 right. There's been a lot and it's interesting how it gets viewed as an
1: epidemic instead of a crime. Right. Uh, so now thing. it's become a medical it's issue. It's A medical issue right, instead exactly. of a criminal issue. Right, right, right. So you don't you are not putting people in jail because of it. Yeah, you know, it's and mostly like, you know, white people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in smaller spaces, in smaller towns, but also in big cities. No, you're totally right about that.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: uh, and the rate, I don't think it's
0: changed. I mean, between white drug users and black drug users, pretty similar.
1: Right. Right. I don't know. But the Netherlands
0: sure. rolled this out in the 90s, uh-huh. and so what you need is you need three things to qualify, which is be at least 35, uh-huh. uh, have used heroin and uh, treatment, and have tried to do treatment in the past. So
1: I'm you successful. have to be trying
0: to quit unsuccessfully. Got it. Because got they're it, not it. just going to supply your addiction. Like. So
1: this is a last resort, This is say. kind of uh-huh. a last resort. Right, yeah. right,
0: right, right, right. I mean, but I think that, I mean, I don't know if that's when it started or what mm. it is now. And also this, you must have a tremendous amount of faith in your government mm. for this to happen. Because if I go to, if you go to the U.S. right now, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what happens. But let's say I go to the police or police probably the worst place. If I go to some counseling and say, hey, I've been using heroin, Aren't they going to arrest you? Can't they arrest you for that? I mean, that's what they did with all the civil forfeiture for marijuana laws.
1: Yeah. And similar things. Well, I mean, but when the police are called for people who have either overdosed or people who were actively using and somehow acting out in some way, you know, the police are not... You know, opioid addiction counselors. They don't know what to do, and they honestly don't want to be called. There's, um, there's a new, well, it's not even new, but in Eugene, Oregon, they actually partnered with the police, this group of, I think it was like a group of hippies, and they had a van, and so the police would call them with any drug related, either addiction issues or people on the street that looked like they were using, and that they would bring drug counselors and try to help them, and they've solved quite a bit of the problem. So I think I think the issue when people always talk about defunding the police is like well what are you going to do? You know you you do have to put it in the hands of people who actually can think about other humans and care about them and right. also are trained in these ways. You know whether it be in domestic violence, whether it be in drug addiction kinds of things. You should definitely look up the, the van in Eugene, Oregon. The van in Eugene, Oregon? Yeah. <laughs> what is right. Right, you know, the drug counseling van, Eugene, Oregon. It's like a program. I, I'm sure it's not like there, but.
0: <laughs> Eugene, Oregon, counseling van yeah, that's really fascinating. Yeah. Uh, oh, something's popping up. Something's uh, definitely uh, popping you think up. you've been exposed to COVID-19. Uh, I don't see. Substance use therapist in Eugene, Oregon?
1: Oh, God, I don't Say. know. Uh, Wiper Eugene clinic. Eugene addiction therapist? No, no. I mean, there's a lot of addiction therapists. I mean, there are people who do this stuff, you know, but there is something that the police have, and I'll have to look that up at some point. Maybe you could put it in your show notes, you know, but mm-hmm. um, but they have a special van that actually goes out. So the police, the 911 calls, will go to this particular agency, and then they will send out their van in order to pick those people up. The police are much happier about that. They really do not want to be out on those drug calls. Oh, That's absolutely. for sure. Because you never know, you know, know i mean i think that they're set up to just expect the worst you just never know what's Mm going to go down i think there's also just a basic disrespect for you know drug addicts and there's disrespect for everybody yeah
0: (laughs) that's true the police are definitely disrespected too not saying that but there's a reason why right right no i totally hear what saying saying. it's like yeah yeah, it's because everybody doesn't trust each other or doesn't respect anybody. Right, that's part of the situation that we have. Right, there's good reason to not respect the police. So, uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah. Do you support the funding of the
1: police? Do I support the funding of the police? Um, I think in the system we have now, um, I. It's not that I support funding. I'd like to defund them, but I think we need a lot of social programming in place hmm. that's done by citizens who care about the communities they're in, in okay. ways that they're good at to go and take care of whatever is going on within the community. So whether it yeah. be in schools, whether it be you know drug related, whether it be domestic violence related, whether it be you know parent child related, you know mm-hmm. child protective service stuff like that. Like I. Think that that all of that needs to be rethought about and repurposed so that we can send people out to do whatever community work and we just have to as a community decide that we are going to work together and that we do inherently and fundamentally care about each other okay but my question is so we are talking about this and we're talking about our
0: perspective is important but like i don't know how to say this it's not exactly it doesn't exactly affect us and we don't know. Do you get know what I'm saying? Explain it's, again. I don't understand what you so, mean. So, so I like talking about this. I'm gonna talk more about this from our perspective, okay. but we don't have every perspective because we've never been targeted by the police as much. Right. That's like true. That.
1: That's true. So I, I, I just want to say that. Right. So I think I think we have to listen to the people that have and truly believe them. You know, I think part of whatever goes on is we somehow don't believe the situation is as bad as other people say. I think that that's true about sexism. That's true about, you know, all the different types of oppressions is that we don't somehow believe that it's as bad as people are saying. And we have to trust that it's in play Mm -hmm. and that everybody's experience is actually a true experience. Yeah. You know, and then let them take the lead about what the community is, and then let people lead. Because I'm not saying
0: I'm not trying to take the lead and make this about us. Because it's not; it is our fight to support, but it's not necessarily our fight to lead. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, because people talk about letting uh, people of color lead,
1: right? And and that's good. But but I I think that we do have the resource to not have to live you know, hand-to-mouth, day in and day out, just trying to figure out how to survive, you know. And so given that bit of privilege, I think that it's our responsibility, you know, to help help at least yeah, boost the community up so that they can lead exactly i don't know what that'll look like but but exactly. that is our responsibility i mean i think that way all the time because i i take care of people in a soup kitchen shelter mm-hmm. in many different places yeah you know and i am white and i have a degree of, of a lot of privilege and i also have been given the opportunities to be in these spaces so you know i i you know i i'm I feel bad in some ways and and I don't think feeling bad makes sense I, I think it's always good to actually feel like that you're a good person um, and that I'm doing the best I can given what mm-hmm. my experiences are I don't know if that makes that's sense. all you can do right right so I can't is... really apologize for it but you know I, mm-hmm. I really try to be respectful and to listen and to make Life go well for as many people as I possibly can. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna have some friends on too who could talk more about this. Yeah, that'd I'm be great. Do that. Yeah,
1: that's how
0: do that. Yeah, for me, I think the problem with the police is that they've never prevented crime. I think that's the biggest oh, that's thing about so the police, interesting is that crime still happens whether there's police or not. And funding it more, it doesn't make drugs stop. Let's let's take the war on drugs. The war on drugs has all these ridiculous policies about. Drug use and people being arrested for drug use. has that stopped people from doing drugs? Right, no. Right. It has not. It has cracked down on certain areas of people being more careful. Or, uh, no, that doesn't sound right. It's cracked down on certain areas of So it of creates some fear. It creates fear. Right. But it doesn't stop drug use, and it's really been put in place, as I've read, as a measure of population control, kind of. Oh, that's so interesting. Explain I that think. to me. What do you mean? Well, I mean, reading the book, The New Jim Crow, once you get people under federal control... Then you're able to just—they can't do anything, pretty much. Oh. You can't apply for I, housing. Can't apply for loans. Can't apply for. Well, so, but that. what do you mean by population control? It's population like, control. I mean, if you target.
1: Oh, so uh, targeting a population, a population of people. Population of people. Not yeah. decreasing the amount of oh, people. Not in the decreasing. World. The okay, I got of it. I got more. it. You mm-hmm.
0: decrease the amount of, uh, people from Or decrease the amount of affluent people from certain communities. So the communities can never change. So right. let's take that for instance. And you there's been a lot of funding going into that but has that stopped drugs from happening right right no, right it doesn't stop drugs haven't it stopped it lets them do what they want under the guise that they're stopping things how many murders have the police stopped
1: none none I mean unless you honestly believe that somehow a police presence decreases the amount of murders but I think that the yeah. research actually shows it doesn't how many bank robberies have they stopped I don't know. Do people still rob banks? I think so.
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I haven't heard about a good heard, bank robbery yeah, in a long time. But how many did they stop? Or smart people? Smart oh, that's people. So funny. There's some good bank robbers never got caught. Oh, that's the shitty so bank interesting. robbers are the ones that got right, caught. Right, right, right. Oh and my the god. they stopped them, but they're mm. just they're idiots anyways. So they weren't gonna Ooh. do much. What the bank robbers that got caught? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Ah. Interesting. So they don't prevent anything. So why is all the funding going there?
1: right that's true so you're saying that prevention is not happening so why fund it yeah so so to to get it after the fact like who cares and it's
0: important to catch people after the fact too Uh but do regular police officers do that I'm just wondering.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Do Is it like police they're like officers do detectives do that? Or do, do detectives that? do that? Oh, God, I don't know the
0: difference. I don't, I don't know the difference exactly. Oh, that should go on my notes too. Right, right, right. But <laughs> we have to the know the de- difference between the detectives, detectives and the police officers. That track them down. Right, right, right. Say, I'm assuming it's detectives. I'm assuming no first year guy because I think people get put out on patrols first. Oh, interesting. I don't know how much. So police gotta-
1: officers are just there to you have- deter I think crime so. and then catch... Criminals, after the crime is done. I'm not positive. No, but that's an interesting thing that it doesn't like it might stop anything. It hasn't. Oh, wow. I've seen this in places. Oh, God. <clears throat> uh-huh. That's and so fascinating. Right now,
0: they're getting funded by taxpayer
1: money to stop protests. Right, but right, right. Well, that protesting. sucks that our money is going into somehow harassing protesters. Yes. Yeah peaceful and, generally protesters mm-hmm. i mean are you worried i'm not really worried about looting i'm sorry <laughs> like, and <laughs> it's interesting
0: what the media shows right so some media will show protesters getting beat up mm. which has happened a lot and there are more protesters getting beat up than cops mm. but then other media will show cops getting beat up
1: i've never seen a cop get beat uh, up. there are
0: two cops i've seen i've heard that got beat up like the other day or something and so then people then certain medias will just focus on the cops And other medias might focus on the protesters or might focus on other things. I'm not sure exactly how that works. Mm -hmm. But it's. Don't you think that for the cops to get hurt, they would have to do something to antagonize or provoke the protesters? Uh,
1: Maybe. I mean, unless people are just, you know, throwing... I mean, I think just their presence... That's different. Right, but their presence is antagonizing. I mean, they're standing there in full riot gear, you know, guns right at their hip. No, I get that. I think that, that they're antagonizing
0: no matter what. No, they are antagonizing, but if you're going to protest, you should understand that people understand that they can't do anything with the cops standing like that. I mean, you can yell at them. You can say whatever you want. I would hope a trained law enforcement officer or trained in quotation because six months you spend less time doing a ton of things. Six months in a GED is all you need I think to be a police officer. Oh seriously? Yeah.
1: Just six months in a GED? Wow.
0: Six month training period. Oh wow. Which is ridiculous Uh and they have Uh so much to do. Which I think it's more the system's fault than the individual cops. Uh I think there Uh could be good natured cops but I think uh, what's happening is People crack or if you yell something, they should be trained not to. And then if they start shooting or they arrest somebody, well, then that's going to agitate people.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: And you're not just going to stand there and do nothing while your friends or people you're allied with are getting arrested for no reason. I mean, it's the First Amendment of this damn country.
1: I mean, generally, people are scared. You know, they're, like, scared and paralyzed in a way and, and don't do very much if the police start... Becoming aggressive. I mean, Mm -hmm. people are running away. Yeah. So people do
0: run away. I mean, I would probably run away, to
1: be honest. Well, that's part of the reason why I didn't go on these protests because I was doing um, medic work for either protest or jail support, and I knew that if I were at a march or protesting, that I couldn't run if I needed to, and it didn't make sense for me to be there. So that's why I ended up doing jail support hmm Yeah. I'm,
0: yeah. I would probably run if stuff started getting really aggressive, which sucks. Right. Right, right, right. Because I would right. want to say I could stand my ground and help out, but I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think there's that honest. balance between protecting your life and helping out. Did, but that's I, my privilege. Right, right, right. That you get to do that. That I get to do that. Absolutely. So then maybe we have to assume that we would stand in there mm-hmm. and help out and keep working towards that. Yeah. You know, that that was the question when I was doing jail support. So the jail support is that I was a like a medic or a doctor outside of a jail waiting for people mm. that had been arrested for whatever reason, whether they were protesters, whether they are just people who had been arrested. And people came out and they were sustaining injuries that weren't taken care of in jail, like, you know, handcuff related injuries. Some of them had been slammed down before, um, you know, just an, and lots of emotional trauma And so I was taking care of them out there. And then eventually, this jail support team became a little too white focused. We were like, part of a group and somehow the white people were having more voice than the people of color and so they started a whole new group and basically had me have to answer questions as to whether if something were going down would I throw myself in between a police officer and a person of color or would I throw myself on top of them and I believe that I will like Mm -hmm. I said that I would yeah and I'm hoping that I would so is that what you were thinking like yeah. would you be that person that, would I be that stood person? in there and say stop it? Stop it or not mm-hmm. And I don't know I, I hope I will and I'm going to assume that I will yeah And even if I get scared that I will still keep trying
0: it's hard for me to speak on this subject because I try to say things that make sense in my mind and I understand that I'm white a male and I try to say stuff while trying to you know have it makes sense and I have my privilege I don't know
1: yeah no I totally hear you situation no Um, I think we're trying to be thoughtful I'm trying to be yeah
0: but yeah so for me what was I saying Forgot what I was saying. Yeah, totally
1: We're getting totally. deep again. We're getting deep again.
0: Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's, it's, we're and saying. we're talking
1: about, oh my god, police and prisons. Mm-hmm. Isn't everything about that? I think everything in this country is about race and about police and prisons. Like we yeah. always get back to that, and that is because it's everything. And mm-hmm. if you can't tell at this point that it's everything, then then in some ways you're not looking. Like it's part of every policy. Everything. Oh my god, it's it is part of everything. There's a lot
0: of Things going on to other things, like how they're not letting people into the country for college, or they're not—they uh, hold like. Yeah, Hispanic but that's all kids. part of racism. Hold, okay, xenophobia. it's all part of. I'm just saying racism, if it's but, all part of it. Like yeah, you but, can't
1: ignore any part yeah. and not know that it has something to do with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, what I was thinking—people
0: are all about this anti-immigration and stuff, saying, "Oh, we're going to lose jobs, we're going to lose this, we're going to lose that." So instead of blaming the person who fired you to get a cheaper worker, you're blaming the person who came to replace you who su- pl-
1: who's supporting a family. Mm. Mm. Does that make sense? Right, right. I mean, that that is the classical way to get people to not rebel or mm-hmm. not rebel against, you know, the owning class that tends to not be visible. Yeah. It's just like, you know, point them against each other and mm-hmm. have them fighting with each other. You know, and this and this thing, especially about immigration, it's usually you know immigration from the global south. So you know, this country doesn't seem to care if there's immigration from Europe, you know, or somehow mm-hmm. wanting it, but immigration from Mexico or yeah, poor, to the south, poor poor countries of people of color, they tend to just you know be pointing fingers and and they try to say that these people
0: will be just bad people, I guess. Or they'll be criminals, and that's just not true. Most people who are refugees are coming to other countries. They're coming to escape something. The people who stay in the countries are the ones that you know. No, that's not necessarily true. I don't, know if, true. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I'm just gonna say I don't know if that's true. <laughs> but but people who tend to be refugees tend to be leaving for some reason, and they're trying to make the best of a the situation. They're not trying to be
1: criminals or be a burden on society. Right. I mean, would anybody leave a comfortable? place where you know and your family is part of unless you absolutely had to Yeah. like who would leave that mm-hmm. you know so the fact that we somehow have put this label on people that have come here to you know to work in order to make the lives of their families better is just not correct yeah yeah so i think that's a good place to wrap do you think that's stuff? I, I can't am. believe that we've spoken for almost like 40 minutes already. It's been almost 40 minutes. Oh, my God. Uh,
0: so I guess we'll finish up next week.
1: Maybe we'll have lighter conversation. <laughs> you think we'll have lighter conversation? It's I don't possible. know. Should we say something we're looking forward to, though? Yeah, because, what are you looking forward to? Yeah, Um. well, I'm still looking forward to We're still here at our friend's cottage, and we're hanging out a little bit. And what am I looking forward to?
0: You could I don't be know looking dinner. Looking forward to the weekend. <laughs> the weekend yeah. dinner. dinner. I don't know.
1: We've been making some inspired food. You know, we are we are vegan mm-hmm. and uh, and we've just been making really wonderful, great stuff. So
0: we might talk more about veganism next time. Do you think know. so? I don't know.
1: I don't know. We never seem to. I need to have. Yeah,
0: I need to. I should look for vegan content. Oh, I, I think you're fine. Who cares? It doesn't we really matter.
1: All uh, right.
0: But yeah, and then what I'm looking forward to is. What am I looking forward to? Uh, dinner tomorrow, because she took dinner tonight, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> no, uh, I'm looking forward to it to stop raining, so I can finally go on my run. Uh-huh. That would be fun. Cool. Uh, If you have any comments, questions, concerns, message me at uh, ReluctantVeganSun on Instagram. Follow at ReluctantVeganSun on Instagram. have tons of content. I post almost every other day now that I have a full feed, uh, and I'm trying to keep this going and have new content. And,
1: yeah. Yeah, I just want to push my Instagram a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, um, just so you know that uh, I have an Instagram called NYC, and that's where I post all our vegan meals and vegan content. And uh, my band and new album uh, are out at uh, NikkiInTheHumanElement.com and, the human and, Nikki and the human element at Instagram and Facebook. So Sounds good on that note. Bye, Bye. everybody. Bye, everyone.